can. I you guys can have I watch the magic mics. I'll be over here watching the Joker again. <laughs> Did you see it? No, I haven't. Uh, yeah, me either. I just want to put that character out there. That's what I do. You I can have your magic mics every day. <laughs> One, hello and welcome to WrestleSplania, the podcast where I, Rachel Millman, recent wrestling fan, ex- explore the wacky, wonderful world of professional wrestling with my friends. We have uh, two co-hosts here today. We have David Whitey and Chris Wilson are here. Yay. Hi. Hi. Thanks for coming in, guys. Of course. You guys were like the last ones that I hadn't done of like the new dais because I've been running all oh this. we noticed yeah i'm sorry you know, some people some people have you know access to the twitter and everything it's crazy it's nuts. i you i'm giving you the password afterward i'm not gonna say it on mic because like that's bad <laughs> opsec uh, <laughs> but you guys are gonna laugh at me for what the password is <laughs> but yeah i've been running all over uh basically just like not being home as much as possible and then moving and then I was like, fuck, I've been like bad at putting the show together. So I was like, hey, guys, do you want to do an episode? And they were like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it, I guess. <laughs> uh, thrilled to be here. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Who's next? It's us. Yeah. It's me and Chris. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're here to talk today about a man known for his in-ring just... Scores of talent. Yeah. Wow, it's just talented. Just wow. Just, just nothing but like technical ability, mm. <laughs> and <laughs> definitely not so bad. It's good. Uh, wait, what? What the fuck, man? He wrestles like a truck, and it rules. He's awesome. He's We're here rough. to talk about Goldberg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he does wrestle like a truck. Well, my my things are like I I think like. It's either a truck or the other thing that I think is he wrestles a lot like a boss from a video game. Oh, that's yeah. a really Because it's good. like, you know he's going to do a move where he runs at you and you got to get out of the <laughs> yeah. way and then maybe you could get some offense in if he's stunned after it. Like, so it's like one of those things where you have to like stand in front of a big rock or like a barrel of dynamite or and something and spirit. then wait for him to run at you. I I am not a gamer, but I have watched boys play God of War. So yeah, I yeah, understand yeah, that really, yeah. really well. It is 100% some God of War yeah. shit. <laughs> Yeah, who is he? Is he like the main? Because like God... I've only played the last God of War, but I would say he's most like one of the ogres. I yeah, think he's like an like he's just they'll just swing things at you, and you got to move, and they'll and they'll knock themselves out with their brutality. Like they'll hit themselves on the head. Like that's, that's a, a good but that's, bit. But that's a very common trope in yeah. video games. I feel like there was at least one Crash Bandicoot boss yeah. that always did that. Yeah, he kind of sounds like Frogger to me now. <laughs> 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 but uh, I had my context for Goldberg was I knew he was a guy who wrestled because I was like peripherally aware of him. And I knew him now as like everyone on Twitter for a little bit was like, oh, yeah, he's like one of the only like Jewish guys in who from like the Attitude Era. Yeah, one of yeah. the most successful Jews in pro wrestling history, <laughs> possibly, possibly the most the... successful. Um, we'll see where MJF goes. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, he's got a lot of time, but he's got yeah. a lot of time, and he's got to stop tweeting photos of friends of mine. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
I yeah. Who else is there? Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. <laughs> That's Cole right. Pa- Cabana. No, Cole also- Cabana. Okay. Barry Horowitz. <laughs> Barry, yeah, Barry Horowitz was, was the he was a jobber in the uh, early 90s. Yeah. He, he literally came, his entrance music was the Hava Nagila. <laughs> I bet that was employed with nuance and taste. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure tact. it was just, this is in the public domain. Yep. Oh, oh, but it was probably still not very tactfully done. Oh, and David Starr. David Starr. Those are, those are the Jewish references. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. That's about it, right? Um, if there are others and they listen to the show, please correct us. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I knew of him as that and Matt Riddle got into a fight with him online. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was about it. I didn't know anything about what he did or what he was about. Well, yeah, he does two moves and he's here to kill you. <laughs> That's the whole thing. It's <laughs> it does like five. We can we can bump it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, does yelling count as a move? Okay, mm. then that's six. yeah he he's one of the most spittily men in the history of the planet yeah he's a spitty boy even in one of the most spittily entertainment genres i think he really takes the cake i agree he just oh god he's just (laughs) disgusting sometimes (laughs) it's weird that you're that that's like because it's all of it's gross but like that that is like the th- part where you're like no spit is different from he's sweat a little too you know spitty. yeah spit. you know he's a very oily man yeah he's an oiled man so and he's very shiny he's yeah. very shiny very tan he's yeah he's an interesting sort of tan to me because like him <laughs> versus brock lesnar like brock lesnar looks like a ham um and it was like oh yeah it's the turkey and it's the turkey and the and the christmas ham like those oh. are the two holidays fighting. Wow, that rules! Yeah. Right? I like that a lot. <laughs> they Just should dress them up. This uncomfortably pink man against this uncomfortably shiny one. Yeah, yeah. The turkey like right out of the oven. Oh man. Ah. Uh, I'm hungry now. I'm sorry. I can get you food afterward <laughs> as like a, an apology for you boys being the last of the two. Don't yell at me. But anyway, you guys put together a wonderful series of. Just Okada level epics. Yeah. Of Goldberg. I've been watching Goldberg matches for eight hours. <laughs> Boy, are that my is arms that tired. would you would have to watch that like every, all of the Goldberg, Goldberg match. Matches. No, I think I I think if you have like four hours, I I feel like you can if you skip the entrances, you could probably get all of it in. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you could knock out his entire body yeah, of work. <laughs> Uh, uh, maybe that can be like a future goal. Like, just <laughs> yeah. set us that up. That could on be Twitch. a Patreon goal that or could be something. A Patreon goal of like, I will watch every Goldberg match in a row on Twitch. Yeah, that would actually—that's a fun idea. <laughs> I, you would watch me fall asleep. I mean, just for sure. doing the legwork to track them all down would be a whole other thing. But like, I mean, I guess WWE Network probably has yeah, most they, of them. They but probably have every single one. I know. didn't know until I was reading for this that he spent some time in All Japan yeah. Pro Wrestling. Like between WCW and, uh, and WWE. WWE, he went to Japan for a little bit. Mm. I just like because All Japan to me is connotative of like you know very very like a lot of like very good pro wrestling yeah like Misawa and stuff yeah yeah exactly and then it's like Goldberg hey man was that where he was putting the work in what's over imagine if he was like some incredible like talent that you'd never seen I mean that's and then he just comes back here and is like 
I can't sell and I don't want to. You you do see that with like some of the guys, like the the old school dudes who like went to Japan where it's like you can find Hulk Hogan matches from Japan where he's actually doing like mat wrestling and stuff like Crazy, that. Crazy, yeah. And he's like, he's pretty good, but like I find it very difficult to imagine that from Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg and Shane was doing like crazy kicks and stuff like that. Like he was like... He like he'll do cool judo kicks now in well not now but when he did it he he like these super yeah. kicks but he'd like he'd kick people for real in Japan like he has a very, oh yeah, okay like he, his moveset didn't change much his whole aura didn't change much because he's very that's him he, he, <laughs> this is what he does yeah, that's who he just is just a fucking yeah. intense man yeah <laughs> so the first thing you had you guys had me watch was um, him versus Raven yeah mm-hmm. and so. The way that was explained on commentary was this is a Raven Raven match. These are his rules. Raven's rules. Yeah. Yeah. Raven's Raven's thing at that point was he had this stable called the Flock, which was like just fifteen guys that they didn't know what else to do with. And then so those are all twenty four seven belt guys. Yeah, pretty much. And then Billy Kidman. And then every time, well, yeah, Billy Kidman, whose gimmick at that point was literally that he was addicted to heroin. He literally would just itch himself all the time. Yeah. Uh, and he would like wear ratted clothes and like just scratchy and like had uh, dark circles under his eyes. I'd never heard of him before right now. And this is like, you've never heard of Billy. Oh, oh that's crazy. Did you, do yeah, you remember the true. concept that's of the show? He was the, <laughs> he was the first guy I ever saw do the, the shooting star press. He called it the seven year itch, which I think is <laughs> a, yeah, I, I think that's a pretty cool name for a finishing move. It doesn't really make sense, but it was like, he did. It's literally just like, he had itch. he had the most dangerous shooting star press. He would just like land knee first on the other guy's head like that, half the time. That's bad for everything involved in that. Yeah, right. Um, but anyway, so Raven just had this gang of miscreants who followed him around and all dressed like homeless people, and okay. then like. When Raven, like Raven stole the U.S. title and then he would just declare matches to be Raven's rules and then he would win with interference from like a dozen separate guys. So he was kind of like a sovereign citizen thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I declare myself a sovereign citizen in this wrestling ring. I kind of love that. It's very fun. My favorite part of that uh, that match going back and watching uh, Raven versus Goldberg is watching Michael Buck. Buffer announce Raven. It's <laughs> very uh, <laughs> odd juxtaposition to me because that was like one of the cool things that WCW did was they brought in Michael Buffer to do the let's get ready to rumble. Oh, he's like I. He's got like insane charisma. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. more than voice, Goldberg. Yeah. yeah, he's like I mean, <laughs> name another celebrity ring announcer. He's not even like an actual commentator he's just like a guy who says people's names yeah he's just like he's that the voice is very good yeah but he also it's not just the voice like he has command yeah yeah which i found to be like very like legitimately and like i i didn't rewind any of goldberg's moves i rewound him doing an intro (laughs) because i was like very stricken by the whole thing he makes a lot of wcw moments really special yeah totally yeah yeah i mean like because i would say now more or less i'm like caught up well, actually, I have no idea what's happening on WWE right now, but I know within five minutes I could have it down. Um, is that like WCW was like a huge, like just cat, 
hole in like what I know about wrestling at all as evidenced by you being like you've never heard of this guy and it's like yeah I don't know shit about shit um wait what was the what is the the junkie gimmick name Billy, Billy, uh, Billy Kidman, Kidman. I, Billy Kidman. I, I think he had an actual nickname as a part of the flock but I don't remember what it was there, well there was a guy named I thought that he was sick boy but no it turns out no, there's sick a separate guy else, who yeah. was named sick boy they got a character sick boy uh-huh. yeah man Raven pretty and much then, did the flock idea every promotion he's ever been in and it's yeah. re- except for WWF and it's really cool it's a really good I mean Raven, gimmick Raven Raven was the shit. He always brought a dumpster full of weapons to the ring with him and he would hit people with stop signs and stuff, which you see a little bit of in this match. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I like this match, I think, is important because this was like this was Goldberg's first title belt. He won the U.S. title in this Mm -hmm. match. And that was like this was sort of when he went from just squashing guys on the undercard of shows to like being a legit uh, like main event guy. Yeah. So like. I immediately started laughing at this because it's just like I was like because you it's it's I read the the write up that you did for this thank you (laughs) Um, and it was like okay he doesn't do much we'll see what he can do because it's like the first iteration of he doesn't do much we'll see what he can do for me was uh, when we did an episode on Kevin Nash and like Kevin Nash is in this later right but Kevin Nash it was like he doesn't do much but he does some stuff so but like comparatively like Kevin Nash is fucking prolific yeah. to Goldberg so I was like oh he'll do like a little bit and then I was like wow he does nothing <laughs> right this is this is fucking great the, I love it yeah there are a lot of guys who have like five moves of doom mm-hmm. that they like finish every match with yeah. Goldberg has three and he starts every match with them it's like, really good I mean it's it, the spear is awesome and this was also before everyone and their mother was using it like yeah. Goldberg yeah. was the only one using the spear as a like a finishing move at this point yeah you notice that it feels a lot more special in the ring when he's doing it oh yeah the crowd like you can hear the crowd they go fucking ape shit every yeah. time he yeah. hits one of those and then that's not even the finisher. Like that's just a that's just a setup. Well, yeah. yeah, but by the time he does that, everyone in the room knows it's, yeah, over, it's over, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was still like Raven has him in some sort of like because he's selling so I don't even want to say he's selling poorly because that implies that selling is happening. Yeah. And it's not just it's not no selling in the way like Ishi no sells or something like that. It's just like something it's the so bad it's good <laughs> All right. of selling, I think, right? I mean, like most of, as we go through these matches, like a, a real theme is that the better the other guy sells for Goldberg, the better the match is. Like, oh, for sure. Because Goldberg's not doing a lot in that regard. But, but like Raven has him in his, some sort of like, and I'm doing heavy quotes with this, like <laughs> submission hold. And like, it's just Goldberg just like sitting there. <laughs> right. And it's so funny. He doesn't yeah. sell. He just gets angrier. It's important to note that Goldberg like took his character as like him so like he took that to heart so he's not gonna look like a punk so yeah like, literally like that's how he was like he was just yeah because he was a football player first right yeah. and he was never into wrestling no like the, uh, the supposedly like he was he was like playing 
with the he was like with the Atlanta Falcons and he was like working out and doing like mixed martial arts in the Atlanta area. Okay. Which was where WCW was based and he like made friends with some wrestlers who told him to like try it out. Yeah, and you like, got the look. And he like wasn't a wrestling the, fan before that. Yeah, at the time WCW had like the power plant, which is where all their they pretty much got all the big guys, mm-hmm. taught them basic moves and then just put them right on Nitro pretty much. Yeah. And within a year. And that's pretty much what happened with Goldberg, which is exactly why he is the way that he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I guess sort of, I think I kind of respect him just on a level of like, I'm going to do the least amount of work for the most money I can get. I mean, that's the way to live life. That's yeah, truly totally. the way to live life. Uh, <laughs> like, he's a he's an idol to us all, I guess, right? Comparatively to almost everyone that we've set you to show, he's pretty much had probably made the most money and probably had the long career like compared to Raven who like gave his body in all these different promotions or even stopped wrestling in like 2007 Goldberg wrestled I like had, last I year I had not heard of him until this See, so. like, <laughs> sorry Raven yeah dude he whoops ass but, yeah yeah um, but this match I just it's very silly in like all of the ways that I think are like truly joyful mm-hmm. in terms of that like, what would you call this era of wrestling? Because I don't want to, like, get it wrong and have I mean, people be like, mm, she's an attitude era or whatever. I, I guess I'd say this is, like, this was just, like, the Monday Night Wars. Yeah, this is Monday Night, Night, Monday Night Wars. Monday Night Wars, okay. Um, thank you. I mean, the attitude era was what was going on in WWF yeah. concurrently yeah. with that. But Oh, so I wasn't entirely off. No, yeah, yeah. But it yeah. was, like, late 90s. Yeah. Um, but I just, this match gets so silly in all, like, the right ways. <laughs> uh-huh. Of like, I mean, trying to run out of the ring and then having like audience plants throw him back. Yeah. Is, that's such a fucking good bit. <laughs> and they should be, they probably wouldn't do that now, but like, I'm surprised that they aren't doing that on the indies. Cause it's like, that's such a, that's such a fucking funny idea yeah, right. of like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. And all of a sudden like giant men in pastel shirts, like throw you back in unison. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. That like that part is great. I mean, the, the whole finish is excellent. Cause it's like Raven gets speared and then like five guys come in and just get fed to Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, the entire it, flock, yeah, yeah. By the time he's, ta- he's killed everyone in the flock. <laughs> Raven is making a run for it. And the crowd is like, nah, get <laughs> back in there <laughs> you gotta and, deal with it and uh, i mean of course like tony shivani's just sh- selling the shit out of it the entire time yeah. too yeah i mean i do think it's kind of it was a good it was a good primer of like oh he really can't do anything and we literally have to throw other people at him to keep this sort of interesting right um but I like the giant stop, stop sign a lot. That's some good. <laughs> right. That's some really good physical comedy. It's not even. Yeah, it's like comically large. It's not like, like it's you comically large. You made a stop sign or you like got it's one made from of plastic. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> you got that at a Spencer's Gifts for some reason before this show. It would be really funny if like they he like made people like part of the initiation was that like to join like the raven gang or whatever you have to steal a sign from from the raven gang I'm sorry. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they're like bad uh, middle school students. Or something like, oh, you want to hang out in our clubhouse? Huh? You gotta, oh, you gotta steal your dad's wrench. <laughs> Bring back a dumpster full of trash I can hit someone with. 
great. You're going to get speared now. You're in. It's <laughs> the initiation process. Because <laughs> Goldberg spears you after you steal a yield sign. Um, or, you know, I don't know. I definitely tried to steal um, a bump sign as a teenager over like the... Okay, yeah. I absolutely tried to steal one of those. <laughs> okay. I, I remember, I'm pretty sure, yeah. like, Park this is all the drove stuff is by me and they were just like... <laughs> Good luck. It's really rusted. All You're not getting 98. it. <laughs> That's like Goldberg debuted in 97? Like late 97. Yeah. He like, so just, his streak went from like September 97 to December 98. Yeah, just to give you an idea of how fast this is, he's fighting Hulk Hogan, who's arg- unarguably the biggest star in wrestling. Yeah. And the biggest star in WCW within like a year. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, he's Hogan. Yeah. I'm, there's a lot of things you could say about him, but in terms of star power, he's Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, this match, like for me, again, in terms of like selling (laughs) is like, it's the, the two ends of the spectrum, right. Of like not selling at all. And just like, like over the time, I'm dying because you looked at me. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, so my first of all, like one thing about this match is this is a great example of how like WCW was just fucking doomed like the whole time (laughs) like the Monday Night Wars they made a lot of mistakes but this is like so typical of them because this is a this is an episode of Monday Nitro right and they just gave away Goldberg versus Hulk Hogan for the first time on their cable show because they wanted to beat WWF in the ratings. No, you you build that. Yeah, they gave it away for like no money. And by (laughs) the way, also earlier in the show, in order to even get the match with Hulk Hogan, Goldberg had wrestled Scott Hall for the first time and pinned him as well. What? So instead of like, instead of like building this match that would have made them a shitload of money because people really wanted to see it like they gave away all of this stuff on free television with like very little build and they probably did beat raw in the ratings that night but it's just like it's just georgia dome i don't know i think it it was like yeah i think that was what it it was they were like the biggest attendance that's ever been at like a cable show but uh but yeah it's just like it's just a great example of how they were like just i mean tripping over their dicks all the time aew Uh, don't do this yeah right (laughs) yeah um but yeah this match is like my favorite part of the whole thing is when hogan is whipping him with the weight belt and then goldberg takes the belt (laughs) and the way hogan sells goldberg having the belt that's exactly why i said it's the two opposite ends of the spectrum because like he i think it grazes his elbow and he like <laughs> barrel rolls on his feet to the no, other end of the ring and it's so funny. I don't even think that it's supposed to hit him. He's just like that's just like he's he's just going oh shit now he has the belt. Yeah. yeah. But Hulk Hogan spins a full 720 degrees <laughs> and then stands in the corner like looking at the like mugging for the crowd like a cartoon. Like the, most, uh, the most athletic Hulk Hogan's ever been is when he's selling. Like it's crazy. Like he'll, yeah. do, he'll run around the entire ring to sell, but not do anything else the entire match. Although speaking of like, okay, 
on like the color scale, like Brock Lesnar is the ham, Goldberg mm-hmm. is the turkey. Uh, Hogan the, is Hogan's, a hot dog. A burnt hot dog. <laughs> He's a burnt hot dog. Exactly. He is the seven eleven dinner the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> like for sure. He's he's disgusting. No, he, looking. he is the guy in the I think you should leave sketch who's not wearing a hot dog suit but is still dressed as a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's dressed like a hot dog, too. And Hogan's like, I oh, hope- shit, brother. <laughs> I- it's a really, like, upsetting color. <laughs> it's, like, a truly upsetting and it's color. it's so much worse because his hair is just the exact... It's just, like, platinum like, blonde. Like, white, like, if a pop star were that color now, we would have discourse about yeah. it. We yeah. would have a lot of discourse about it. And we would be right to <laughs> it's, it's unhealthily brown like it's crazy like, it's disgusting it's gross well what i also like about that is i always think about um watching the andre the giant documentary and hogan in it saying talking about like the when he's fighting andre and he's like that's me when i had hair and it's like <laughs> you never had hair. Yeah, it's so right. crazy because sometimes the wcw his hair will go to his shoulders yeah but he's still bald like you still he's have- still bald and they don't tan the spot properly <laughs> so it's just he looks like a monk <laughs> and you know the crazy thing is is like that was the coolest guy in wrestling for 20 years oh like 100 percent. so weird like you have an awful haircut you never had hair in the center and you're just your finisher is a leg drop like <laughs> like not even off the top rope like a standing, a standing leg, leg drop, drop. on he, a guy he's never at one point said man look at my huge legs he's just always look at my arms brother mm-hmm. never at one point you think maybe i should build these quads up for this devastating <laughs> <finishing> <laughs> <maneuver> i have <laughs> let these hammies rest on your chest like Um, like i don't know but he worked somehow the other stupid (laughs) the the other very specific uh wcw timestamp on this match is that at the the finish is that uh hulk hogan is having a tough time in the ring so then kurt hennig shows up i guess to help him out And then uh, Kurt Hennig gets cut off at the pass and given a diamond cutter by NBA great Carl Malone. (laughs) Who I had forgot. I knew that he did a couple matches. I forgot how heavily involved Carl Malone was in WCW booking. Were a huge deal. Yeah, because like I think I don't. It was something about like. Do you remember what team Carl Malone was on? The Utah Jazz. It was something, there was a rivalry between the Jazz and the Bulls at the time. Right. Yeah. And so Dennis Rodman is of the Bulls and he's with Hogan. And then... um, Well, that makes sense because like Hogan, Rodman, one, they're both stars. Two, they're both just like fucking wacky to look at. Yeah. So, and yeah. And you're like, oh, it's only one. Yeah, no, they're on a lot. Like, they're on a good amount. So and, you're saying uh, we should do something on Dennis Rodman's run in WCW. Dennis Rodman, he has his own WCW shirt. Two of them, maybe. I mean, and... Oh, my gosh. Uh, How much are they on eBay, you think? A lot. Oh, have you I've looked? tried, <laughs> yes. They're awesome shirts. I need them. But if anyone has them, let me Credit know. to Carl Malone. He kind of learned how to wrestle. Yeah, he sure he, did. He, like... No, he's got... he The diamond gutter he does is, like, pretty good yeah no i mean like he wrestled full matches and it's like well you're really putting in an effort here you're doing holds and stuff (laughs) jay leno was involved in another thing what Uh, they also yeah they did uh ddp and jay leno versus eric bischoff and uh uh 
um, Hulk Hogan. Okay, that's what it was. I was hoping it would be another stand-up comic. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, and Dennis Miller. <laughs> Dennis Miller joined the NWO. Yeah, no, no. Dennis Miller and Hogan would tag together, if, any, if, if anything, probably. <laughs> Let's be real with ourselves. Hey, uh, babe. <laughs> I'm going to beat you worse than the, the Union got beat at the Battle of Shiloh, you know? <laughs> Good job. I mean, the fact that no one reacted to that at all means that I did it right. No, exactly. Yeah. No, Dennis Miller. It can't be a good reference or it's not. It'll be Hogan and Andrew Dice Clay on the same team. (laughs) Oh, God. Especially in the late 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Hogan and Andrew Dice Clay, that would actually, that's just a lot of screaming. But. I would put Dice Clay with Goldberg because he's great at the screams. <laughs> or you hey. put them against each other. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> okay. That's, um, that's great audio for sure. Uh, I also really like that when he gets the belt, he doesn't do anything with it. He just throws it away. He's just like, yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. Well, like done right them being like I don't need this is like that's like a cool moment in a match of like somebody who has a kendo stick and they throw it away or they're like I don't need the chair I'm just gonna beat the shit out of you but he just like tosses it (laughs) it's like this it's like a whole spot structured around like Goldberg has to do something different he has to get the belt and he just he doesn't even I like mean, toss it like crazy into the crowd. <laughs> I don't. But it's just like it, in hindsight, I don't, I don't think that they really gave him enough of a personality yeah. for it to really make sense for him to care yeah. about the belt either. It's yeah, just no. like like obviously you got to give him a title shot because yeah. he's beaten one hundred percent of the other people in the company. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but I don't think that he's ever like this means a lot to me. He's just like <laughs> he's just like you just throw him out there oh, and he'll is, oh, kill. Whoever's in oh, front of him, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't. This is this was like it's again very silly, but like neither of them are. Pre- it's interesting to see a match where like Hogan is the better wrestler. <laughs> yeah, like, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, but like I haven't actually watched that much Hogan for like a lot of reasons. Um, but oh, why? Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Whatever has Hulk Hogan ever done to people? I don't. Especially like me. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's a bad person. Is that you know? The listeners of the show like it's. It'd be weird if we shocked anybody by talking about it right now. Somebody's listening to this and what? being like, a lot of- "He said what word? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he brought down what form of journalism?" All of it, whatever. Oh man, I always forget about the Gawker thing. <laughs> I feel like more, a lot of people talk about the Gawker thing more than they talk about the racism thing a lot of the time. Yeah, well, I mean, those were news stories for. I mean, there's an overlap in that Venn diagram, but they, those yeah. are news stories for uh, pretty different groups of people. Yeah, I think. <laughs> like for example, I don't hear anyone talking about the Gawker thing. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. hear the other part. Yeah, exactly. Where he had, he had I hear sex ha- with Bubba the Love Sponge's wife yeah. on camera. I ate so much fucking sushi. Oh, end my. quote, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I sort of pride myself on not having seen any of the sex tapes at this point. I didn't watch the China one. I remember when that I'll one came I'll never out. watch the China one at this point. Um, yet you know no i've never watched any of like the famous ones like what's the point yeah dude we're all gonna be dead someday yeah man totally me either (laughs) (laughs) 
There it is. There's that energy wasn't I love. Su- wasn't super excited when China. I mean, yeah, yeah. I watched it the day it drops. Whatever. It doesn't matter. How old were you? Like ten? Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't, I don't oh, know. God. I love China. She dressed as She-Hulk one time. She followed me on Twitter. I mean, China used to DM. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh Aww. man, that's very sweet. That's very sweet. Yeah. On the heels of talking about watching her sex but tape, it's different because it's the one that she put out. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, the that's fair. Ones. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. I never mind. You're uncancelled. <laughs> Save myself real quick. <laughs> But uh, we should probably get back to the well. The I w- match. the ending of the match is one of my favorite Nitro moments, just because Hogan uh, Goldberg goes for the spear mm-hmm. and then he's gonna put him up for the jackhammer. And I think Bobby Brain Heenan is like, "Listen, this place is gonna erupt when he picks him up." Yeah, and he picks him up, and the place goes fucking crazy. And I was Aww. like, "That's Goldberg." Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like nothing. That whole shit was garbage. But like, he lifts him up, and everyone goes crazy. Yeah, that's the Georgia Dome. Like that's WCW's home. Like that's, yeah. That's a WCW moment. Like that's like yeah, and crazy. like I know we've we've been shitting on him the whole time, but there is something really like charming, about really exactly yeah. charming about the whole thing. And David said that if you watch it on silent, you're just like, this is this fucking is garbage. Awful. Yeah, but with the sound on, the crowd is losing its mind, and that's sort of the whole point of Goldberg, yeah. right? Is that like it doesn't matter. He's just it's booked well. I and mean, it's just so much fun. Yeah, it's I mean it's 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 really interesting because it's like it seems so simple cuz his whole thing is just packaging. Like the yeah. whole thing is just this guy looks fucking nuts and he's going to he's just beats everyone in 2 minutes and they just did that and it and they ran with it and he was like one of the most popular wrestlers of all time on something as simple as that. And since WCW, no one's really ever gotten it right. Like, he's worked kind of in fits and starts since then, but ever since the end of that first streak, it's never really yeah. been the same. It's weird that WCW, like, got everything right for him, because apparently they got everything else wrong. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, they got a lot of things wrong with him. I mean, and, yeah, 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 we're even sure. gonna, yeah, we're gonna get into how they fucking ruined him too but at the beginning yeah. they yeah it's also i think very funny to note that at this time people like to compare him and steve austin because they are both bald and wear they're both bald whites and with, they, with their goatees they're, and they wore this they had the same yeah. ring attire so yeah people are like oh that's their answer it's like they're so different like yeah. they're such a different and insanely w- different yeah characters. wwe will legit mention it in some of their like Monday Night War documentaries they'll be like at the same time there was another bald headed man in black tr-. I'm like bro no <laughs> it's completely different there's no similarities between Steve Austin I just and really like the idea of like the documentary being like there was another bald headed man <laughs> <laughs> across the way on TV yeah <laughs> but yeah it just it's it, it really is super like fascinating as just like if you had to boil down I don't know out of all we watched Maybe I'll ask this at the end of like what is out of all of these the one to watch to explain Goldberg. Yeah. But this might be it. I'm not sure. Uh I mean there's a there's definitely a case to be made. It's like uh this is a about as close as he got to like a 50-50 match and mm-hmm. all of the offense is stuff that Goldberg is very comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh 
Um, but it's uh, like mo- the guys, like these two guys, don't leave their feet for a lot of the match. Like no. so much of it is just one gets the other one in a headlock, and then they do that for a while. Yeah, Hogan just hits him with a chair a couple times. I don't <laughs> know, like I WCW's DQ rules are all oh, over the place absolutely. for me. Yeah, the rules kind of. And don't it wasn't matter. even a Raven rules match. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but David had that wonderful transition earlier. Yeah, it's too bad we talked about Halloween. <laughs> the next one is. <laughs> Halloween Havoc. Which yeah. I watched one other Halloween Havoc, but it was Eddie Guerrero. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so I went from that, like probably one of the best <laughs> matches of all time, to the second Halloween Havoc thing I ever watched was. Yeah. This is Gold- this. Goldberg versus DDP in. What I think is actually a very good match. Yeah. I, best match. I have to say that, like, Halloween Havoc in terms of, like, the peak of the thing I watched for an episode, Halloween Havoc, two for two. Yeah. Because this is actually good. This is really good. Yeah. Congrats, DDP. It, well, <laughs> and again, it's a lot of this is DDP just selling his ass off. Like, there's one part where he goes for a diamond cutter and Goldberg shoves him <laughs> and he flies halfway across the <laughs> ring and out of the <laughs> ring. And it's awesome. It's like. Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't sell in the Hogan way. No, he no. sells in like a like a good. Like a he's real way. good. Yeah. There's he's a really good. Like, so the Hogan's thing was like he had a lot of backstage politics. WCW. Yeah. So like, even if he's selling outrageously, it kind of seems a little bit self-serving. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a character. DDP was like, I just want to. I want to have a good match. I just want to have a good match. Yeah, you yeah. can see the difference in like Hogan Goldberg versus Hogan and Nash, and Goldberg versus a Raven and DDP. Yeah, you can just see the difference. Yeah, of and how like much they give also DDP. I think should be like every wrestler's patron saint because all of them who do DDP yoga like that's the only reason Darby Allen's alive I'm pretty yeah. sure yeah. <laughs> like, but he's I knew again I knew of him from the yoga I hadn't actually watched anything of his before oh yeah I mean he's like I mean he's got an interesting story because yeah. he like he was like in the ring crew until he was like in his 30s he would just like yeah go- he, ma- he debuted when he's like 33 or something like that which now is like not as that's it's pretty wild for somebody to debut at 33 but like then that's like fucking insane and then to become a star too yeah because he was never overly jacked he was never overly ripped he was never just he just people just love ddp he's just big dude he's like six five or something like that he looked like a poodle i love that hair the hair is perfect oh so good and his uh great nirvana ripoff wcw team oh it's I just thought it was no. Oh no! Oh, no like I th- thought it was like somebody just pulled out a midi and uh, like plugged it in. Time to do the um, WCW theme. Chris, <laughs> Chris Jericho has talked on his podcast about how the name of his WCW theme was Basketball Highlights Number Two. Yeah, and his theme song at the time was very obviously a rip off of Even Flow by Pearl Jam. <laughs> It's just like they just took the guitar riff and changed it just enough that it's not like legal, it, legally actionable. It's the classic vanilla iced little bitty ting mm-hmm. excuse. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> Raven came out to uh, 
basically come as you are by Nirvana for a while. Yeah, like, that works for him. That makes sense. I remember I heard that song before I heard the actual <laughs> song. It was like, so it goes that song, it goes the Weird Al version, and then yes, you hear right. Nirvana. Yeah, I got. But I remember, I remember hearing uh, like like Raven's entrance theme when I was like ten, and then my brother got a Nirvana album, and I was like, hey, they did Raven's music. <laughs> That's like that's that's very cute and that's like a very like kid thing yeah. to me of like of cuz I think I definitely heard the chain sampled before I heard the chain. Mm-hmm. Like I knew a couple kids too who heard like who heard the sample of it and then they actually heard Fleetwood Mac. N- I mean, knowing the Weird Al version before the OG was a big thing for <laughs> yeah. me as a kid too. Yeah, Chris is probably just like completely alienated Whoa. by this. I love Weird Al. Oh, Weird, Weird Al's great, but Fleetwood Mac. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> um but. I mean, I feel like it's fleeting now. Like, what do kids have that they're going to have? Like, I heard the Weird Al version first. Don't say kids bop. It'll make me sad. No. Um, huh, I don't know. I don't know if they have it. They have, like, because, no, nah, there were, like, a ton of, like, you know, YouTube parodies. Yeah. And stuff like that. It's oh, not it's the same. all going to be YouTube. It's going to be, like, Todrick Hall parodies. Yeah, but that I think most of the time sucks. we've already listened to the music by then. Oh, no, that's a good song. point. That's a good point. Yeah. But, like, I definitely heard white and nerdy yeah <laughs> i definitely heard uh ebay before like i've i've heard weird Al songs before i've actually heard the song yeah yeah oh you heard white and nerdy before you heard riding dirty my dad would not let me listen to rap music for the longest time really yeah so i turned into comedy music white and nerdy is pretty good it's a great, it's a great i remember that was a, that was a big watershed moment for weird al because everyone was like oh he can actually rap i <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you that might be the first <laughs> one of the first raps i ever <laughs> remembered that's really cute i love that uh you don't want to know how old i was when that song came out it's i i will be upset with myself for being old yeah uh, i was the same age yeah yeah <laughs> sophomore year of college mm-hmm. <laughs> that's crazy i know my sophomore year was like i never made it but it was like four years ago so apparently like i uh, this might be this might be apocryphal but I, someone told me that like if you watch this match, like when DDP does hit the diamond cutter, like and that that's a great moment because that's like I mean that was like maybe the first time where people believe for a second that Goldberg might actually lose a match. Like you I, hear the crowd react when that happens. Yeah, it's good. And it's really good. In hindsight, he should have DDP yeah. should have pinned him right there because yeah. they ended up just wasting all the momentum they'd built off of it. But um, but I guess like DDP covers him and Goldberg kicks out right at two. And supposedly DDP talked to him after the match and he's like, hey, in- next time, instead of kicking out right at two, kick out at like two and a half and it'll be way better. <laughs> And Goldberg got really mad at him. And then like a couple weeks later, he called him and he's like, hey, I kicked out at two and a half. You're right. It was better. <laughs> that's kind of adorable. Which is, that's an adorable which is, thing. I don't so know cute. if that's true because I, I like heard is. that like third hand real through funny, from like, someone. But I mean, I definitely believe the first part of it of like, how dare you tell yeah. me to do this yeah. better. But it's just being like, hey, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> like calling somebody. You have, com- you have to see like how many of the matches afterwards he kicked out at two and a half. Right. <laughs> just legit every single one. He's like, oh, this actually works. So, so far, DDP is the most giving person in wrestling. Yeah, apparently. no, he seems like a great dude. He honestly does seem like a good dude. Um, but yeah, no, he even the way he's selling as he's like trying to get to the pin is mm-hmm. like, 
beautiful. Yeah. It's good wrestling. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And he, the way, like, his, like, sell on the way out as after he loses and Goldberg gives him the, the respect handshake. Right. I really loved it. This is, like, a good match. I, I, yeah. Like, this is a really good match to show to someone who thinks that you need to be, like, a master of work rate to tell a really good story. Fuck you know? no. Like, yeah. like it's, uh, cause they do, they do so much with like, not that much. It's like maybe an eight or nine minute match. Uh, and they get like, they fit so much stuff in there without it being like a ton of moves or anything. Yeah. Yeah. And this also, I think when watching this is when I realized that on all of these matches, you can just hit the two third mark <laughs> on any link to a Goldberg match. Yes. And then you're through the entrances and then you watch the match, even though the entrance is great. And we Amazing. we should talk about the entrance. Oh, yeah. Because the entrance is so good. Yeah. He's, so he's always accompanied to the ring by at least four, sometimes up to eight, like, sergeants or sheriff's <laughs> deputies. And it's like his entrance starts at his locker room. Everyone else, their music starts playing and they come out of the entrance way. Goldberg hasn't left his locker room. They hit his music and that's how one of the sheriff's deputies knows how to knows to knock on his door. I love it. I love it. It's great. But it's yeah, it's like in kayfabe I don't know what it's supposed to be but it really seems like he's on a furlough program from prison <laughs> this they community just, service is making other people job to him it's it's very running man you know it's like yeah, uh, yeah it really it's like is he doesn't we're forcing him to be here he doesn't want to be here we but, need to, we need to surround him with sheriff's deputies to make sure he doesn't just start indiscriminately attacking people in the back. If he was on TV at the same time as Prison Break, I feel like there could have been like really good crossover. Yeah, right. there. Those are his. Those are his corner guys for. <laughs> him. Just very good. I I do. There is clearly. And again, uh, approaching this from somebody who didn't grow up with this and doesn't have this like foundation of like Goldberg so much fun, it's so evident that that love is there anywhere of just like the Goldberg chants are just yeah, Man, it's so, so cool. Dude. It's so cool. Yeah, like you know, we're gonna spend even more time talking about how he's not a, he's not good, but he's, he's just, just cool. cool. Like, right, man. I would like. I would have so my I didn't I was born after this yeah or around the same time as these so I was like one but my brother and cousin would watch the Monday Night Wars and they tape it so I literally had like a chest of tape so that's how I watch do you still have them anywhere they might be in my grandmother's basement (sighs) I don't know but like that's how I watched all this stuff when I was like five when Raw was on it when it was off I would just go watch and watch WCW oh so I would legit put it in my tape and like I would do Goldberg's entrance with him because like (laughs) there's nothing cooler than the two uppercuts and the kicks like those he's just so cool like even he's just the cool he's like not the coolest but he's like his entrance is so just there is something about him walk through like the sparks in a way that like he would breathe the smoke yeah like it's I have a feeling he probably inhaled like one of those prop cigarettes that you have for theater <laughs> and then just held it in there. <laughs> or he I don't, I don't up- think he could. <laughs> they showed the entire way. Yeah, like, that's he true. Really, like he just takes the smoke in. Like it's crazy. And it's also funny. His theme music is stock music. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, it's legit WCW stock music. Oh, that's awesome. That rules. <laughs> it, just, it just fits. But oh. it's just a perfect theme. It's a perfect song, man. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on my gym playlist. Like, I do. Bro, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I when I before I walk into my gym, I like uh, before I get a block, I have to go to SoundCloud to find a WCW version because it ramps up at the perfect time, and I'll just walk in there as soon as it hits. And oh, it makes me feel amped. If you can hit me with that SoundCloud <laughs> yeah, link, that yeah, would be dude. wonderful. <laughs> just uh, it ramps up because you like walk into Planet yeah, Fitness dude. and like steal the Tootsie Roll on the way in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving away how I go to Planet Venice, but whatever. <laughs> um, and then he stumbled in the one, which I guess is like infamous. Oh, that was during his WWE run. He's coming out and doing his whole entrance and he does the two uppercuts and then he does the kick and he loses his balance when he does the kick. It it's- comes off like he was startled by the fireworks, but I would, yeah. I assume that like he's so used to them at that point. Yeah, I just say, yeah, it's just not. <laughs> I don't think this was on the list, but uh, he also, when he's doing his entrance, I believe it's the second time he fights Brock or no the time he fights Undertaker uh, last year he like headbutts the wall and gives himself a concussion yeah what yeah, that so was you, that loud noise you hear before he leaves is him headbutting the door every time because he amps himself up and he gave himself a concussion could barely finish the match I think before the second time he fought Brock he was already bleeding like fucking sand yeah I wanted to uh, I wanted to remember him as he was uh, the yeah the match when he wrestled the Undertaker in uh, Saudi Arabia uh, <sighs> which we did not put on the list right uh, it's just very sad it's just uh, it's two guys who uh, really shouldn't be wrestling each other and probably don't need the money yeah um, it's like, like, whatever. I'm not gonna, I'm not really gonna blame them for doing it. It's like, I get it. Uh, no, you can blame Taker. We've all seen how he dresses out of the ring. I, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe it's like, I like, I'd be like, uh, not the wisest decision to do that, but it's like, whatever. <laughs> Fucking and not prudent fuck, to go to Saudi Arabia. Make your money, like uh, also, it was, it was just sad. It was just like the like uh, Goldberg drops the Undertaker. I think like uh, both guys got dropped on their head at some yeah. point in that match, and it's just uh, it's not great. How much brain damage do you think he has? Because he was a football player for four years. Uh, probably less than most pro yeah. wrestlers, honestly. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, but if he Although hits, he was headbutting a door. That's every exactly night. why I brought it up. Like he's getting minis. Yeah every night like but he amped himself up with it why didn't they put him with Mojo Rawley god (laughs) that would have been a a really missed opportunity (laughs) it's a truly missed opportunity for poor Mojo (laughs) really changed his career trajectory Uh, and now they have him all serious and he's not amped up anymore poor Mojo we love you Mojo Um, the next one we watched was him versus uh, Chris Jericho oh we know we had Kevin Nash Kevin Nash and this was the end of the streak which was officially at 173 wins at that point, but it was totally arbitrary. Very like, inflated. <laughs> this is another way that WCW kind of fucked themselves because for a while, like people were like looking online to see what had happened at like house shows to like keep up with an accurate count of Goldberg's wins and lo- like, and so people were showing up with signs that had like the the accurate count. Yeah, and then around like around seventy or seventy five or something, it was just like it, it just he was he was at like seventy five wins in like the middle of 
in like late summer of 1998 then all of a sudden by December he's got like a hundred more and it's I like think, well where the fuck did these come from I think this and was it's like, like 174th this one yeah this yeah. was yeah. yeah so he's looking to go to become <laughs> 174 and oh and it's like also once you get to that point it's just like you guys you clearly have painted yourself into a corner and don't really know what you're gonna do now yeah because that's so far to go with it if it had just been like all right he wins a hundred matches and that's like a huge deal yeah and then you let him you he he's done at 103 or something like that right. and then a good reason ddp should have beat him but yeah yeah but uh, but so they just it like it, it clear it was clear by that point that they weren't really sure what they were gonna do and kevin nash also had creative control yeah wcw at that point so he wouldn't job to goldberg and their concession to make goldberg look strong was to have scott hall tase him in disguise while wearing a disguise In a no DQ match. <laughs> I really liked you. Thank you for pointing out that they, they didn't need to have the disguise. The ref didn't need his back turned. It's, it's WCW. <laughs> also, many people will be mad. It's a cattle prod. They'll be very mad if you don't right. figure that out. I don't know. This is this show. Like, we, this is like the most detail that's ever been gotten, like, gotten like concurrently correct on this show, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, because everything else, I'm just like, yeah, well, whatever. We got it wrong. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so we get zapped with some sort of electrical device. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cattle prod. Chris is right. Um, <laughs> But like this match is, I would say, it's it's boring. It's awful. Yeah. It's, it's boring. It's really bad because I mean, it's like it's same dynamic as Goldberg versus Hogan, where it's like these are two guys who aren't gonna sell very much, and like. But like Hogan has like this it factor, right. and like look, I love Big Sexy. He's great, but like mm-hmm. he needs something needs to play off of him. Like you can't. I was going to say you can't have two Paul Rudds in a ring, but like you, there's like a whole Netflix show that's about to come out based around that. So never mind. Uh, Wait, who's Paul Rudd? They're both Paul Rudd. In they're this both scenario? like straight men. They're like, you can't have two straight men okay, gotcha. in like a comedy scenario and you can't have two like <laughs> just screaming like, big boys. I like the idea of comparing either of those two to Paul yeah, Rudd. They're basically Paul Very Rudd. different energy. Goldberg is basically Paul Rudd. We can <laughs> okay. get into it later. Right, I'll stop fighting you. <laughs> I'm wrong. It's fine. But, <laughs> but yeah, not only is this a guy who's not gonna like sell for Goldberg the way that like you need to to really make a good Goldberg match coming off of the heels of watching DDP who right. was a very good match uh, it's also like twice as long as a Goldberg yeah. match should be oh yeah it goes on forever I was about to nod off and then you buzzed I'm not joking yeah. <laughs> It was, I, it's impressive that I got that board that quickly. Mm-hmm. Not good. And that was like, and that's like the, the whole reason I put that in there is like, after that, the magic was kind of gone. Like Goldberg was still over in WCW, but like, I think a ton of fans switched over to WWF. Yeah. Like at that point, there are a lot of points you can you can pick out during like 99, 98, 99, where it's like, this is where WWF won, or more like WCW just fucking blew it. And just conceded, yeah. yeah. I also Um, think like, I think when Nash gets the belt a week later, there's a finger poke of doom. mm -hmm. So 
literally Nash ends Goldberg's streak. The next week it's Nash versus Hogan, and they're about to fight. You know, everyone's amped, and Hulk Hogan just pokes Kevin Nash. Nash falls on the ground. Hogan pins, wins, and like the NWO is back. So Goldberg's whole streak died for nothing, pretty much. Oh, that makes everybody look so weak. It made the belt look stupid because neither of them really cared about yeah. it. And, and I think maybe Mick Foley won the WWF belt around this time. Yeah. And that's when like Nitro was like, oh, Mick Foley won the belt. That'll put butts in seats. And meanwhile, they're doing all this dumb shit. So everyone's like, yeah, let's go watch WWF right now. Yeah, Mick Foley's fun. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> this is where WCW fucked up majorly with Goldberg and everything else. Ah. <sighs> Well, that blows. Yeah. But Kevin Nash looks great. <laughs> yeah. Big sexy. He's doing movies now. I'm happy for him. Listen, I would hang out with him. Kevin I would 100% he's, hang out with like Kevin Nash. He's a big Trump reply guy on Twitter. So, yeah, he's like a big... He's... Like, he goes back and forth um, because he had a tweet in, like, the past year where he was like... Like my like trans sisters matter too or whatever and was like oh Kevin Nash great and then he tweeted at Bernie Sanders about something about like Medicare for all is a little much for me and it's like Kevin no you're so close <laughs> listen with pro, and, but what it's with pro wrestlers I will accept like with any fifty five percent honestly with any white male in their fifties he's just right no yeah and, and it's a mark of like how much people like him that all the fl- replies weren't like fuck you but they were like Kevin no please rethink this yeah. you can do better we know you can do better but like yeah <laughs> if, if you're like a retired pro wrestler and we're and you don't have domestic charges <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're to, if we're together on 60% of things I'm like Wow, you're like you're basically a socialist. Woke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Ricky Steamboat, I think is a very platonic ideal of that because like we have no idea how he voted. We don't need to know. Exactly. He's just happy to post on the second account he had to get because he clearly lost the password to the verified <laughs> one, and it's cute. And then you like see like me and my old pal Rick going out to dinner, and like him and Ric Flair going to dinner in Florida, and it's like great. Sure. Don't tell me anything about how you feel about gay people, please. It's honestly cool that there aren't more like ex-WWE guys who are like super vocal Trump guys at this point. Because I know that they're out there, but I don't really hear about them that much. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned Taker because all of his shirts are just basically like a MAGA section of Alibaba, like nightmare. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, like like, he's he's a MAGA chud. Yeah, Yeah, duh. It obviously Undertaker is a MAGA chud. Look at him. He is a a motorcycle hobbyist who has a lot of money and lives in Texas. I don't know what you think is going to happen. Of course, yeah. Um, Also, side note, Kevin Nash was in Magic Mike, which makes him so much cooler. And John Wick. Yeah, he was in John Wick. John Wick didn't even kill him. Nope. That's how cool he is. Yeah, they had a good relationship. Yeah, they had they had like a an established rapport in John Wick. Yeah, he's like get out of here. Okay, (laughs) okay, bye. I'm Kevin Nash. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, and like classic catchphrase. (laughs) Bye, I'm Kevin Nash. (laughs) Honestly, kind of a summation of Kevin Nash's career. You're making like it's. That's pretty much Kevin Nash, I would say. I'm Kevin Nash. Bye. Uh, he's his role in Magic Mike too is really cute too. 
Because it's just like, they literally just say like, hey, we haven't had our moment yet. And he talks, like, the character talks about how he's like a little depressed about how he doesn't know what he's going to do with his life now. Uh-huh. And it's like wonderful. And then he becomes a painter. <laughs> I just remember Magic One, there's a scene where he's got a prosthetic hog in a penis pump. And I'm like, that's Kevin Nash. There you go. It's just right in the camera. It's just a big old pump. Yep. Yep. I've watched two way more, way more than I watched one because two is like aggressively like just for women, like entirely. But I like one is like a good movie. Yeah. One is good. I, what is good? I, high, I was in middle school when that movie came out. Oh. I saw it in theater. Shout out Big Sexy. He's doing great. We love him. But this is sort of like the end of his WCW run, right? Goldberg, uh, this is 99? This is end of 98. 98, so WCW goes on for like two more years. Goldberg turns heel for no reason. Nobody likes it. Oh, I missed that part. Like, was anyone watching at this point? I am a religious WCW 2000, <laughs> 2001 watcher because I love awful things. Uh, Goldberg is also in Ready to Rumble, all that other stuff. He eats a piece of paper for some It's all bad. Only and, one piece of paper? Oh, he like, it's a contract. He just stuffed it in his mouth. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so bad. He's like, you want this con? Oh, yeah. It was so. Scott, that feels like a character beat that he came up with. This like, is where Goldberg actually has the most character because Ke- Scott Hall's got his problems. Kevin Nash wants Scott Hall to come back. Because, you know, he's and Goldberg has his contract. He's like, you want your contract? No. And he eats it. And it's the most gold. It's the most character he's ever shown. In WCW. And then he gets real sick. He's like, uh, did you wash your hands? We, <laughs> we can bring up. Used- I think you should leave again. <laughs> you used to you used too small a slice. And now my stomach is next. <laughs> he gets speared in the tummy and throws it up. Um, but that no, I. Did, I haven't seen the clip, but the idea of Goldberg eating a piece of paper a is like Tron. is like a really like platonic ideal <laughs> to me of something, but I don't know what. It's just a platonic ideal. It's just like what a little boy thinks <laughs> yeah, that being what, tough is. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Gold- I'm going to put my whole fist in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, he scarves that paper down. It's crazy. Well, oh, good. I, mean, I mean, it wouldn't work if it took him a while to yeah. eat it. <laughs> so he gets a knife and fork. <laughs> Goldberg's etiquette classes. Goldberg's etiquette classes is absolutely a show I would have watched in the mid 2000s on VH1. Are you kidding me? Like 100%. My God. Goldberg's Who's Next with a Chance of Love for VH1. Oh, Who's Next at the Spear? And then the final, and then the winner gets speared into like a big bed. I would love to get speared into a big bed. <laughs> That ladies. would be awesome. Ladies. Like, who's going to get that jackhammer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spear David. Spear me into a big bed. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> know what I'm asking for, for for Christmas this year? It's a lady to spear me. Well, I'm going to ask for the big bed and then like try to <laughs> And then you're just going to pull use up that as a yeah, right. <laughs> Just new Tinder profile. Spear me into a big bed with with the <laughs> hand clap ca- emoji. All in caps yeah. too. Like, please do it. Okay. I want to see. I want to see what your results are. I don't think people possibly. are gonna know at all what I'm talking about. But all right. Well, I'm, I'm just putting it out there. You know. <laughs> 
Do this for David is I I vouch for David I'm, as a lady. I'm, I vouch for I'm him. Very, I'm very handsome and <laughs> uh, and light and aerodynamic. You could probably spear me pretty good. You would fly far. Yeah. I feel. Um, I have a great match with Goldberg. Yeah. Oh yeah. It would be awesome. He <laughs> <laughs> would. You he would, he would hit me once, and then I would, would not be alive anymore. And, <laughs> I think if I were in a match with Goldberg, I would just like lie I, down and just let him pin me because I wouldn't want to well, die. Well, that's well, so initially, initially, what I was saying is spear me into a big bed, Bill Goldberg. I wasn't even thinking of it as a sexual thing. I was thinking it would be really fun to be speared by Goldberg into a big bed. He should do. But since you took it that way, hell yeah. <laughs> he should. Gals, do- I'm single. <laughs> This is very good to me. I think Casper should start doing ads mm-hmm. where Goldberg spears you into a Casper bed. That's Thank genius. you. This would be a good podcast tie-in, uh, too. Dude, I'd be so much better at Jericho than the Segways. This mm-hmm. is not an advertisement. <laughs> on, we are not sponsored I, I by Casper. I do feel like it's weird that you keep stopping and then saying a Segway in a separate room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before we talk about that, how about them steaks? Like, bro, stop. This has been a thing recently. Like, oh, last week, I'm sorry, this is already too much about this, but like, uh, but like a week or two ago, I was listening to his podcast and he had like, he was like on tour with his band and he had like laryngitis a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he'd be talking to someone and then he'd go and then his, like, his voice would get super raspy all of a sudden and he's like, okay, well, uh, you were talking about that, but you know what I'm talking about? Like, Talking about just goes from talking regular men. (laughs) (laughs) It was very cute. Does he have any other subscription boxes on his show other than Omaha Steaks? Um, I don't know. He's all over the place. He's been plugging that manscaping thing that sells like uh, ball razors lately. There's that like, sounds exciting. Oh, like, the, like the man wipes, the dude wipes. And stuff? It's like manscaping. It's like they, for shaving your pubes. I think. It's I think like, they sell like a package. Yeah. <laughs> like dude wipes and. Dude wipes, a back shaver, yeah. and then for your balls. Yeah. <laughs> dude wipes. <laughs> three <laughs> items: dude wipes, a back shaver, and ball three shaver. for your balls. <laughs> for your balls. <laughs> I feel we, we have didn't gotten work off hard topic. on the name of this. <laughs> that would be the name of the company. What, what's the new invention? It's for your balls. And they're like, great name. I love it. And they're like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Shark Tank. You just woke up. It's for your balls. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful is just very stoked. <laughs> we have gotten off topic. Uh, you, do, do you think? <laughs> A little bit. A little okay, bit. Okay. So our boy, Chris Jericho, oh. uh, take it on Goldberg. And this was like. Goldberg's WWE run. Were you watching during this, Chris? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started in 2002, so I started right around when he. Uh, I did not start in 2002. Anyway, I, it's very crazy. <laughs> to have very vivid memories with this. They they really biffed it in terms of timing. Like, uh, I mean, because they had already done like the WCW invasion mm-hmm. angle, which they put no like they no made effort. no effort to make that good, uh, and it could have been such a cool thing. And then, like, they they wouldn't pay to bring in Goldberg for yeah. that. But then, two years later, they end up ponying up to bring him in. 
Anyway. So just for context, all the WCW guys' contract ran out. So Vince bought WCW. But the big stars like Sting, Hogan, Nash, Hall, Goldberg, all those guys, they had like Time Warner contracts for millions. So he would not buy their contracts, just waited for them to buy out. So Invasion happens in 2001. Goldberg doesn't come until like 2003. So his star is completely like his star. Absolutely pa- not. Yeah. Well, yeah. Still, he's still a big he's, star. Yeah, oh, okay. He's still My huge. Bad. My bad. It just they had already did WCW, but no big WCW guy. And Goldberg was, you know. Yeah, they did like a WCW. I mean, this could be a whole episode yeah, really on yeah. its own. But, okay. yeah. but you just ended up with shit where it's like Kane versus Billy Kidman. <laughs> it's like, okay. Is Billy Kidman still uh, in the throes of addiction at this time? Uh, I think he was. I think he'd stop doing that He's gimmick wearing, like, by that white, point. Okay. White. Tank top and blue jeans. I'm glad he. I'm glad he got through the he steps. Clean, yeah. I'm he, glad he's clean. I'm glad he stayed on. He was just sort of. Wagon. He was just sort of generic trailer trash. But yeah. the end of it, I think. <laughs> mm, but, okay. But so then they bring in Goldberg in 2003, and it did a lot of stuff that seems like it would be good on paper. Mm-hmm. They end up just feeding Goldberg a lot of the top guys, which is you know. But a, no paper. Uh, no, no. Yeah, very low on low fiber diet for him this time around. <laughs> um, but the Chris Jericho feud with him was pretty awesome because yeah. it was just Chris Jericho uh, doing what he does best and being an annoying little shit the entire time. I love him for that. Like He's so he, good at it. He maced Goldberg. Uh, he. Uh, <laughs> I saw that in the promo package. Yeah. I was very happy with that. Uh, he dumped paint on his car. There was like a. I haven't seen this in a while, but it was yeah, a big thing in like the early two thousands where if you didn't like someone, you, you would smash their, their car. car. Yeah. Did anybody put? baloney on someone's car because that's like the classic way to like fuck up the paint job no i don't think that's oh oh yeah if you need to like fuck with an enemy put baloney on put like you know oscar meyer baloney on their car and it'll strip the paint off (laughs) i don't think that's a wrestling enough prank to pull on someone literally filled a car up with cement that's true but like if you need like dropped a like he yeah. destroyed a bus with a crane one time i'm just saying if like undisputed era needs like individual little fucker tasks uh-huh. like kyle o'reilly can be the baloney guy sure <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right yeah. <laughs> anyway they threw paint on goldberg's car yeah and i think was it during the jericho feud do you do you remember this thing where goldberg was Someone, it was another time where someone like did something to Goldberg to like his car or something and then got in a car and drove away and then Goldberg gets in his car to try and chase after the person. It was The Rock, right? Yeah, yeah, it was The Rock and then the engine like blows out as soon as he tries to gun it and then he gets out of his car and, and chases running. a car on foot. But then The Rock pops up at the end of the clip because he's actually behind him so it goes full Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's like you you feel for the guy because it's like you still gotta commit to the bit, yeah. Even though the car's not cooperating, even but. though like you're Goldberg and you don't commit to any bit, yeah. He except has, for being Goldberg, except for being Goldberg. He, he also had a thing at one point. I think this was still in WCW where he was supposed to they like someone got in a car and they were gonna drive away. A lot of automotive based yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. but he comes up. He and then Goldberg is chasing after him and he smashes the window. Yeah, and like they had one window made of breakaway glass, but Goldberg just keeps smashing windows. And it's not even a punch. He's like he can't break it. 
it. So he starts like hammer punching it, and then that's when he gets injured, and that's pretty much the end of Goldberg. He like, oh god, he could have died. Yeah, he like, he gets, he, like, he, like cut injured. himself up really yeah. bad. And I think oh broke his hand. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, but yeah, he lives the gimmick. But anyway, so this match against Jericho is just fun because it's just uh, it's like it's a good way of doing this. I think. Yeah, that was important. To note they did this in WCW as well. Like Goldberg, mm-hmm. Jericho. Goldberg was Jericho's first like big feud where he was also just being an annoying piece of shit. Where he was just like, he's so good at it. I love him. Man, there's just, Jericho had this fat guy named Ralphus with him. Just you no know, really old fat guy in a white t-shirt. It was just Ralphus. Yeah, that's a good name. <laughs> Most of Jericho's WCW run is stuff that it's like stuff that couldn't possibly work working somehow. <laughs> he makes it work. Yeah. I think I have to put together like Jericho January where it's only Jericho. I mean, yeah. So I can learn all of the Jericho stuff. Yeah, you could do an episode for like each version of that character yeah. he's done at this point. I feel point. like you'd have to do like two a week yeah. for all of Jericho's like mm-hmm. oeuvre. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but this match I think this is closer to like the DDP end of go- what Goldberg matches can be because Jericho is a good wrestler mm-hmm. he doesn't Judas affect him I don't think no he that he had... no then he would have died yeah right yeah <laughs> <laughs> Goldberg would not have wrestled again after that Goldberg um, getting Judas affected is really good that's but, a good con- that's a good concept but it's the it's the same the turning point is the same as the DDP match. It's the same video game boss thing where it's like, well, he's going to spear you. You got to get out of the way and have him hit something else yeah. and then work the shoulder the rest of the time. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's still pretty good. I liked it as a match. Mm-hmm. Like, again, I don't know. I just, I love Jericho. Seeing Jericho, basically Jericho is this element that like put him next to anything and it'll work on on some level i feel yeah and like the only time i think jericho should retire is if he doesn't have that ability ability anymore yeah i mean he's like he's so good at just knowing who he is in relation to the other guy like he knows he always knows how his character feels about being in the ring with this other person like i know it's it's really fun to shit on him and like how he looks now and how fucking silly he looks but he's just I would, oh, it works though. It, it works. works, and he knows that part of the fun is like shitting on him, and that he looks like Charlie Kelly's rat stick, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a hundred percent. But I would say for someone, for like a guy who has changed his look so much, especially in the past couple of years, yeah, Goldberg looks exactly <laughs> the same. It's hey, incredible. He has, he has new tights. I'm pretty sure. I think he has the white and black. Oh yeah, that's right. He he goes from black to the white yeah. and black. Yeah, which are more like MMA tights. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Maybe this is after his All Japan run. This is right. Oh yeah, no. Then that's it. Just uh, just a quick Jericho looks like thing. Jericho now looks like a vampire in a Boondock Saints movie. But like Boondock Saints, like four. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely go to the netherworld in Boondock Saints four. <laughs> Has anybody seen Boondock Saints two at all? All Saints Day. No. <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm glad you had that, like, ready to go, like, in your pocket. Oh, Boondock, Boondock oh. Saints 2 All Saints Day? All Saints Day? Yeah. I haven't seen it. No. <laughs> uh, but, and then, what was next after this? I just want to, uh, before, go, we talked about Goldberg's entrance. Jericho in WCW did a bit where he would 
copy Goldberg's entrance, but he got lost on the way there. So he's walking backstage and then he's like trying to leave and he goes through a door and he goes into the parking lot <laughs> and then he tries to go back, but the door is locked, allegedly. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. And Goldberg like hated this because he said, you know, Jericho, you said Jericho knows who he is and, and yeah. relates to everyone. Goldberg's this huge monster in WCW. So yeah. Jericho's just making fun of him and making fun of himself. And Goldberg like hated it. Like he thought really? it was. Yeah. Goldberg did not find it funny at all. He Jericho would make fun of Goldberg in their feud every week. I can't wait to only focus on the Jericho and WC. This sounds so Man, much fun. Jericho and WCW conspiracy victim. It's uh, it's all of it's good. All it's it's might be favorite Jericho. I'm like really excited now. Yeah. Ooh. Man. Okay. Um. But and then after this, he kind of goes away for a while, right? Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. Well, so he had a match against Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 20. Yeah. Madison Square Garden, I think. Yeah. Um, and it was a complete disaster. I mean, like mm -hmm. it was public knowledge that this was the last match for both guys. Brock was about to leave to try last and be match for Brock. Yeah. Well, yeah, Brock yeah. was about to leave to try to be a professional football player, yeah. I think. Yeah. And then, um, the reverse Goldberg, uh, <laughs> yeah. and then, uh, and then Goldberg was just leaving after that match to do whatever, just collect yeah. cars or whatever. Goldberg, like, oddly signed one year contract so all this happens in a year so everyone normally signs like five years three years Goldberg signed one year so they're like oh yeah, you're definitely gone yeah so and then they were like all right Brock you can beat him and then Brock's like I'm leaving too and so everyone's booing and so then they add Stone Cold to the mix so someone has someone to cheer for yeah so he's like the special guest referee and that match stunk up Madison Square Garden and Stone Cold ends up stunning both of them out of the company for like like eight years or something like that I yeah guess. I, mean, I want to watch this finish afterward because i yeah. assume yeah. this match went three times as long as it should have yeah. yes. probably it goes about it goes about probably like 11 or 12 minutes right oh that's and a the, three minute match and also the first five minutes is i don't think they touch each other for the first five five minutes yeah. like they maybe lock up and then back off again but it's basically a stare down for the entire first half of the so match. to go back to the video game thing it's just a loading screen yeah, right. yeah yeah pretty much oh god oh that's a bummer but you had me watch sort of a perfectly booked yeah goldberg lesnar match so then uh then goldberg goes away for 10 years and comes back to wwe looking incredible <laughs> like he looks as good as he did in wcw so we said this before we recorded and i just want this like on the record too of like he's always looked like a scary dad but now he's just the appropriate age to be yeah and i i think he it like he looks good yeah he like his he's got some gray in his beard and his chest hair he now. Just looks, he's just but Anderson he, Cooper. His he body looks, looks identical to how it looked in WCW yeah. like twenty years earlier. I want to know if Goldberg is hot, and I don't know if he's hot. Yeah, Goldberg, <laughs> Goldberg's definitely hot, bro. Okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I just I didn't. You know, that's what this show normally is. But like, we have two boys here today, so hey, I man. can't go full like, yeah, I think Goldberg's hot. Goldberg's hot. <laughs> Goldberg's a hot dad. I'm not into the bald kink, but ladies are. So, you know. I, I could feel it, but Goldberg with hair also is shit, so. No, Goldberg bald really, like, yeah, transcends. Because yeah. Goldberg with hair, well, he's also wearing a football uniform, so he's not in his little, like, naked costume yeah. per usual. I just, I mean, like, I get him being, like, like hot from, like, a dad perspective, but, like, uh, the way I see him as is, like, 
the fucking guy who's like hanging out on there's like conspicuously hanging out in the front yard when you go and pick a girl up for prom <laughs> it's like much more of a scary dad energy oh he's to terrifying me. Yeah. Yeah. he's terrifying for sure but like i don't know if that profile popped up on tinder i would be like let me just make sure he doesn't have dungeon photos in the it's profile. Just, it just says Bill, and then the the profile the bio is just who's next. <laughs> You're next. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's Bill sixty. <laughs> and you go, wow, that guy's sixty. That's crazy. I think it's funny that his name is Bill. Yeah, William Goldberg. That's like, William Goldberg. But it's just Bill being the name of a guy who's really scary is pretty funny to me. It's a scary name. Yeah, Buffalo. <laughs> Sure, <laughs> very true. Yeah. Um, but on paper, because like I've watched for me again, I've watched all of his stuff, and it's like Goldberg sucks, but it doesn't matter. And then it's like Goldberg versus Lesnar, and it's like, okay, when Lesnar wants to be good, he can be great. Yeah. But it's Lesnar. Well, yeah. Again, like what is I? Was, I figured it was going to be like the Kevin Nash thing. It's perfect. Yeah. So in comparison, the match of at WrestleMania 20 was like 17 minutes, and this one was one minute and 26 seconds. Yeah. Exactly so, what you need out they, of this matchup. They booked it the only way that it was gonna work. Yeah. Uh, where it's just like a half hour epic where someone removes a nose ring with a pair of pliers. <laughs> right. It's yeah. the only way this was gonna work. That, that <laughs> scarred me, man. Oh god. But, Very scary. But yeah, uh Goldberg comes out, uh they're like like Lesnar locks up with him. Goldberg shoves him to the ground. Lesnar gets up like all cocky and stuff, turns his back on him, which you can't do with Bill Goldberg. No, you cannot. He, what What is the one thing he does when you turn? <laughs> like, what is the one move he has? You stupid ham. You <laughs> fucking idiot. You, you childish ham. Uh, but yeah, so Lesnar gets speared, gets speared again, gets jackhammered. End of match. Crowd go like the Crazy. crowd reaction is insane. There's one guy they zoom in on. He's, he's looking like, upward. Who looks like he's seen Jesus <laughs> like rise from the tomb. Yeah, and I like I'm not the guy is transcending yeah. into heaven, and I am so happy just to witness him. Right, like being that happy. Yeah. <laughs> I I watched this match the day after the pay-per-view, having had it spoiled for mm-hmm. me that Goldberg won, and I still could not believe that they did it like that. It's like it's such a it's such a cool moment because it's like the last thing that anyone thought was gonna happen. And it was like a great return to like this is how Goldberg works. Yeah. This is the way you book him if you, you book- want this to work. Yes. Yes. And now Matt Riddle's pissing off Goldberg. And that's kind of what's going on with Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. But I, 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 I get Goldberg now and I love it. I'm glad. Goldberg is awesome. Yeah. Like, Goldberg rules. <laughs> I think that ma- that match was built as like Goldberg just wanted to have his son see him wrestle. It's like he would bring his son in the crowd and his wife. And he's like, my wife saw me wrestle. But like never. My son never got to saw me wrestle. Oh. So it's like so it's like a present dad. And wow, it's, it's yeah. really fucking funny because after he beats <laughs> Brock Goldberg, brings his son to the ring, and then his, his son, son takes his pops shirt, his shirt off, off for and he starts cheering. And just, How old is his son? Like eight. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Does he look like his father? No, no he's lo- <laughs> he looks like a soft little boy. <laughs> he looks so doughy. It's so cute. <laughs> I want to 
me. I want a recording on my phone at all times. If I ever am in a bad mood and I need to smile of you saying he looks like a soft little boy and then like like a separate recording so like I don't want to like you know mush some audio together and make people upset a separate recording of you saying spear me into a big bed <laughs> spear me into a big bed and he looks like a soft little boy <laughs> it's very put good put that all together it sounds like a southern expression like well spear me into a big bed he looks like a soft little boy <laughs> And pour me a mint julep. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, is there anything else you guys have to say about Goldberg? I, uh, I think we covered it, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, he's he's cool as hell, even when he's bad. Even yeah. when he's bad, even he's not cool when he's taking blood money. But no, no one is, unfortunately. But he's cool as hell. Yeah, love him. Yeah, he's like a. 90s like action movie like he's Terminator like he's yeah. just yeah exactly um how would you book Goldberg on the indies the same as he's booked on WWE because I want Goldberg on the indies now I mean I think like if you're if you try to book him for an indie you probably don't want to put one of your top guys against him you probably just have him smush a comedy character yeah you, yeah. yeah absolutely he comes <laughs> out he smushes somebody at like the matches off the L train at the beginning and everyone's like the most hyped uh, they've ever I been. would love to see Goldberg versus the CPA. <laughs> <laughs> I would be a hundred percent into he that. He would lose his mind. He would be so fucking happy yeah. to get murdered <laughs> by Goldberg. <laughs> I think Goldberg, like if you do an indie show in New York, you just have him coming out from the subway doing the entrance and everything oh he walks all the way from the yeah, L all the way from past the- Criff Dogs all the way to that church still, in Williamsburg still flanked by uh, <laughs> yeah in the, he's, in several high school, deputies. he's in a high school gym so he's just walking through the high school classes and shit <laughs> <laughs> oh so this match is during the day too I really like this gimmick this is a really good idea this is good booking <laughs> somebody give Chris the book <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what other like indie comedy wrestler I would want to see get destroyed by him. That would be a lot of fun. I think Goldberg versus Orange Cassidy would be match of the year. Oh, <laughs> that's not even a question. Like, no, no, not a, not even a question. But like, Orange Cassidy is such a fun matchup for anyone. Yeah. Or anything. They're both spitty boys. They could have like yeah. the spit thing happen. I want Goldberg to put on the Orange Cassidy shades and has the Orange Cassidy effect. Like where you just slow down and he just does a super slow spear. <laughs> oh, man, imagine Goldberg's entrance as Orange Cassidy. He's just walking real lackadaisical. Yeah, and if there's one thing that we know about Goldberg, it's that he's open to taking liberties with <laughs> yeah, his character. Exactly. So. We didn't talk about the blonde wig. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Well, he put in a blonde wig and it destroyed his character. But uh, I can't think of... Like, there's other indie comedy guys, but, like, I do think... CPA getting murdered by him. That's a good one. Orange Cassidy, Fuck, obviously. Toru Yano versus Goldberg. Oh, oh, that will be so good. Oh, let it be so. Let it be so. Spear me on a bed and book this right now. <laughs> yeah, spear me on a bed and book this. Uh, Chris, where can people follow you? Uh, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, King Christian, K-I-N-G-K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N. And you also do Tiger Tiger Driver 9X. Yeah, our website is launching. I don't know when this is going to be out, but... In like two months. I have it's like, probably out already, hopefully. I have like shit. nine episodes to edit. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, 
So what's the website that people should go to or Tig- keep an eye on? Tiger Driver 9X, like interviews, match playlists, giveaways, cool stuff like that. Cool. Okay. David, where can uh, people follow you? On Twitter at Twite Privilege. That's T-V-E-I-T Privilege. On Instagram at Kill Twitey. That's Kill T-V-E-I-T-E. Uh, if you like this podcast, you can follow it on Twitter at twitter.com slash WrestleSplania. Um, if you want to support it, you can support us over at patreon.com slash WrestleSplania because that's how I pay our wonderful co-hosts to do this. Um, we have bonus episodes. We have episode guides. We have a wonderful, wonderful Discord uh, where you can talk about wrestling with other cool, like-minded fans who aren't going to be racist chuds because our discord is fucking wonderful uh and you can follow me on twitter at rachel rachel millman if you want and if you don't i like really respect that decision um we'll talk to you next time bye